Hi, this is Tony Enzer, President and General Manager of your Amarillo Sod Poodles, and you're listening to Tom Talks Baseball. And welcome back. You're listening to the Tom Talks Baseball Podcast on KGNCNewsNow.com. You can find us on Facebook, also Twitter and Instagram at Tom Talks BVP. I suck on Instagram, but I'm, 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 I'm working on it. Uh, the podcast, all sorts of places now. We're on Anchor. We're on Spotify. We're on uh, we're on Google. We're, all, we're, we're starting to fill up, but the best way to find us, just go to those uh, social media places, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I'm Tom Young. Very excited today. Another Sod Poodle spotlight. We did these throughout the whole season, and of course the Sod Poodles are done right now. But that doesn't mean we're going to stop talking about them. And uh, this first season was just so historic in a number of different ways. Of course, you know, the team winning the Texas League title. I mean, how can you top that? Mm. But the reason it was such a big success, in my opinion, was because it wasn't just the players or the coaches, but it was everybody involved in the organization providing this incredible event at the ballpark. And I got two guys here who maybe you will recognize if you went to a lot of games. I got a, I got Dennis Humphrey and Kyle Hewitt. Uh, if you went to a lot of these games and you looked at that big old video board in between yep. innings, you saw these guys preparing you for the next yep. awesome in-between inning game. These were your on-field MCs uh, for the 2019 season, part of the side squad. Dennis and Kyle, how are you guys doing today? Thanks for coming on. Yeah, Thanks, man. Yeah. It's been awesome. Yeah, we, we appreciate you having us on. We have faces made for radio. Yeah, so. yeah that's exactly that's right. Here. <laughs> yeah, we're we're thrilled to be here, and we we love talking. Absolutely, we'll talk any, any day of the week. Yes, so. well, 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 let's go back to the very, very, very beginning. Obviously, you must be baseball fans, otherwise, you mm. wouldn't have done yeah. something like this. Mm-hmm. But but you find out. You know, we passed this bond election back, what, November of 15, oh to, to get this ballpark. Yep. We don't know what it's going to be. We just, we're going to have a ballpark. Right. And then we right. find out, oh my goodness, we're going to get an affiliated team of some kind. <laughs> right. Just what were your thoughts when you found out it was going to be an affiliated minor league baseball team and not just an independent league team? Well, I, I thought it was, I did not think it was a good idea, to be real honest with you. Oh, okay. I, I was one of the detractors, and I really didn't think it was, I thought we were getting the Dillas, or we were getting, you know, a previous minor league team that, you know, it's not affiliated. It wasn't treated like a top of the line double A team. And so I really was skeptical. I said, really? Is this what we need right now? That that was my honest first impression. Okay. Just being real honest. Yeah, I uh the summer before uh the Sod Poodles came to Amarillo and we started having games. We were down in San Antonio with the church group and we went to San Antonio Missions baseball game. Okay. So I saw their stadium and I guess I saw a lot of the guys that ended up coming here. Yeah. You yeah, know, I crazy. didn't know it at the time. I mean, I knew, we were, you know, I was like, hey, here, we're still on your team. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm just here to check you out. Yeah. <laughs> Don't mind me. But, that you know, their stadium, funny. I mean, it's an older stadium or thing, but right. um, it, was, it was way nicer than the Dilla Villa. So I was like, man, if we get mm-hmm. something like this. That that'll be nice, right? But I mean, yeah, they had you know a hundred people in the stands. I mean, there there wasn't very many. It was mm. a day as an afternoon game that I was at, so obviously it was low anyway. But there wasn't very many, and I, I just didn't know how how many we'd have at our stadium. I didn't know what our stadium was going to look like. I mean, I saw yep. the drawings when the drawings started coming out. That's when I started getting excited. I was yeah. like, okay, it's going to be a legit stadium. Me, this, me too. This could be cool. When, now. when it started to when you saw the plans start to come, and you kept getting more visuals, and you'd go by the office when it was across the. Right. Street from yeah. the outfield. Yeah, it was over there in the warehouse. Oh, yeah. man. When you yeah. walk in and you see the San Diego Padres logo everywhere, you're kind of like, 
okay, it's kind of a big yeah. deal. Yeah, oh, yeah. Something's yeah. going on Yeah, this, so is, this, this, is, different. this is different. Yeah. 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 I, I didn't know. I mean, I've never kept up with minor league baseball. I mean, yeah. you know, there's, no. you have to be a real baseball enthusiast to be able to do that. And I don't mm. I don't keep up with it enough. I keep up with, you know, a few major league teams and watch some baseball there. But when it comes to double A, I didn't know, you know, what kind of talent. Yeah. You know, I knew it was double A. I know there's single A, double A, triple A. I didn't know right. what the talent difference was between, you know, single A, double mm-hmm. A, triple A. And I mean... There was a there was a big learning curve as yeah. we went through the season, yeah, but no doubt. man, I, f- I feel like I I know I know minor league baseball I, now. <laughs> I was the same. I was the same too. Is I didn't realize that double A was you really could say it's a higher level than triple A. I mean, it might be the highest level out there it's because crazy. They said a, the talent difference yeah. between single A and double A is huge. Right between double A and triple A. Very tight. It'll make or break a lot of those young players. Yeah. You know, it's a big big step for them. So. Well, before we get to what you guys have done with the Sod Poodles, obviously you have regular lives, regular jobs uh, <laughs> that you maybe yeah. have gone back to or you are still doing over the course of the season. Yeah. What, what do you guys do? Uh, like, like, what do you do? How? Like, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I uh, so I coach and teach at Randall. Okay. Um, I'm the JV boys basketball coach, and I do track and uh, I teach English at Randall. So it, this was a, a summer job, quote unquote, but it, it bled into spring and fall too. Oh, yeah. So for sure. and Dennis, you yeah, uh, yeah, I'm a college pastor over at Paramount Baptist Church here in Amarillo. Okay, it was funny throughout the season. I had multiple people ask, you know, are we going home when the season's over? And I'm like. I, I am home. <laughs> yeah. And they were shocked. They were like, what? Yeah. You live here? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I have a full-time job. You know, I'm in the office at nine and then um, I would work through lunch and I'd leave the office at four, go straight home, cram down a sandwich yep. or two, yep. um, pack the backpack up with yeah, crackers, right. water, that's Gatorade, right. whatever I need for the night, um, you know, change clothes. And then we were back at the ballpark at, you know, about 5.15. Yeah. So literally, you know, from one job, you know, mm-hmm. and now Kyle's the same way. Yeah. And a lot of our sod squad was, yes. you know, the high school kids yes. they were in school or whatever in the summer they didn't have a job though but mm-hmm. i mean we would we'd go to work all day oh, and then turn man. around and go to the stadium and and then you know get home about 10 30 11 o'clock every oh, night wow. so it made for some super long days and there were there were people that thought hey that's that's your full-time job right and we're like no, no. This, this is not this is our night job <laughs> that's right this is our trip money for later yeah on. that's exactly that's what right. it was for us you yep. know just, so obviously you guys you know you know you got full-time jobs you got regular lives yeah. what made you you decide that you want to do this on the side or, or try to become oh, part of the side squad because <laughs> we're morons. That's why <laughs> <laughs> we're a glutton for punishment. <laughs> we decided we didn't want to have a life for yeah. the entire six months of baseball. <laughs> no, you know, uh, for uh, for me, I do a lot of acting at Emerald Little Theater. Okay, I'm um, so on a lot of shows out there, and I saw that they were having auditions through the Facebook page. They, mm-hmm. you know, the Sod Poodles had posted, "Hey, we're having open auditions for uh, uh, the uh, PA announcer, the on-field MC, and for the mask." Scott and his yeah. email Sierra at emeraldsodpools.com and we didn't know who that was at the time had no. no idea you know for an audition time and um, I was like an audi- audition you know hey that's right up my alley I'll audition yeah. that'd be great yeah. so uh, <laughs> uh, I just you know I sent an email and I got a time and um, you know I had no idea I, my going in was a totally different thought than what the actual process oh my was goodness. yeah um, yeah it oh, said yeah. you know you're gonna read a script all this well the script was just for the PA guys uh-huh. the on-field yep. MC mm-hmm. guys they we didn't have a script they yeah. like, go out there you, and blow, blow through a 90 seconds yeah. of whatever you want. And you yeah. were like, what? oh, hey. All <laughs> yeah, right. you, you, went in, you went in and they said, yeah, we'll have a script for you and everything. And we gave Sierra a hard time oh, afterwards. Yeah, absolutely. But she, she said they'd have a script. And so I came in there and then they said, okay, you're up. And you were like, 
I'm, oh, I'm, I'm not I'm not getting a script here so you're like oh oh hey, all right hey what's and, up? and the audition was what do you think 40 30 to 40 people in there 30 oh, yeah, people wow it, it depended on what time you were there uh-huh. um, I don't know what time you were there yeah the whole they did it at the PBS station at Emerald College where they yeah. had the auditions mm-hmm. and yep. when I was there the whole room was full of oh, people it was crazy because there was people going in to sing the national anthem for those auditions yep. you had people there for the mascot auditions you obviously had people there for the PA yeah. mm-hmm. so there was a ton of people in there but it was like hey we just want to see what you can do improv so get out there and get after it and it was like all right it it was it was tough and you know they put you on the spot and so like me i'm thinking okay all the spurs games that i've been to in my life what did the mc do you know and just trying to just go from the top of your head that was the that was the hardest part like of the whole process for me yeah i i reached back into my youth ministry days and the games with the youth and everything like that and i was like hey you made up a game and then you made up an announcement and you said who you were and all that stuff and then you throw it to the booth just like we do you know now you know when we're on the field Mm -hmm. hey back up to you you know and we throw it up there so they'd throw it back and forth but yeah it was a it was a crazy process yeah. but it, I mean it was fun it was um, that fun. morning I wasn't even going to go I, I remember the audition <laughs> wow. day it was rainy and was snowy cold. and cold, cold and I was like I don't want to get out of bed yeah <laughs> Uh, my wife was like, wow. she, Jamie was like, and, and you you should go. You will enjoy it. Just go because you have fun with that anyway. Just go. And I was like, and I just really like that. don't want to. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, yeah, here we go. So <laughs> so I, I heard a rumor about that. Uh-oh. They did that on purpose. Oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah, believe so it. it. Yeah, I because believe it. they want to find out, you know, if you can improvise yes. on yeah. the spot. Yes. Because, you know, everyone can Afterwards, do it. It made perfect. total yeah. sense. Yeah. Oh, right. But when right. you're going yeah. in thinking, what I was thing, mad. You're like, Wait, yeah. what? <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me? I said, I, I could have prepared. I could have researched. But no, I just went in and I said, you know, I've seen Spurs games and Ranger games and whatever else. Yeah. And oh, yeah. You just had to go from the top of your head. So, so now. Uh, my buddy Chris, uh, who uh, did some of the like the scoring up there in the press oh, box, yeah. Uh, yeah. he, you know, good guy. Met him for the right. first time a while back. Uh, he listens to the podcast, and he was telling me that he kind of went in wanting to do this, but ended up doing that instead. So, right. of course, you guys are doing these auditions. Did you both want to be on field MCs, or or was there another position that you were kind of eyeballing that I you would, wanted I, more? I got an audition time for the PA announcer and for the on field. Really? So I ended up doing both at the auditions. Wow. I did the on field. MC first, and then I went in the booth, and then you know that's when they had the script. So that yeah. was really nice. Yeah. <laughs> that was just easy, you know. You just yeah. sit there on a mic and read it, and yep. so I did that, and I did both. Um, and then you know at the interv- you know when I went for final interview and all that, they just they said that uh, they like personality to be seen on field, mm-hmm. um, just because I was outgoing, and you know they you know they'd really rather me do that. Did I mind? And I was. Well, like, I, you know, well, yeah, right. sure, I don't care, you know, whatever, you know, so yeah, it was yeah. a big deal. And of course, we ended up with some great PA announcers. Oh, so, man, yeah. Um, you know, Ed and uh, Wade were both fantastic, so... Yeah, I mean, I didn't care, but yeah, I went in for both. Right. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. I didn't know that. Well, I went in, and I, I wanted to be on Field MC, and... um you know, I, I I thought, hey, if I get it, I get it. If I don't, oh, well, you know, at least I tried. You know, I'd regret it if I didn't. And um, I... Sierra called me and asked me about the mascot position. Oh, and right? I, I mean, I, you know, as much as I How would much like, weight do you want to lose yeah, exactly. here, Kyle? That's exactly. How are you going to sweat off 50 pounds? That's exactly what I was thinking. I said, well, at least I'll lose my weight. Um, but uh, I, I I politely declined, and they said, well, we still want you to be one of our MCs and to be a part of our squad squad. But, um, and we have a great mascot now. I'm not oh, going to yeah. say their Absolutely. name out on the air, but uh, they they are amazing. So yeah. it, it all worked out the way it was supposed to, but. 
but yeah, no, I, I, I politely declined the mascot position. Yeah, you find out you're in. You're going to be on field MCs. You, you get that call, that email, whatever it is. What did you guys end up doing before the season got underway to get prepared for this? Because you're still doing your your yep. full time jobs, your your regular yep. lives. You, you yeah. got you got to yep. make time to like probably. Practice right. all sorts of stuff. How it, did that it wasn't go? as much as yeah. you would think. Yeah, oh, really. Okay. Uh, you know, she, uh, Sierra, the head of our promo team. Um, she, you know, she hired is the boss the, lady. Yeah, she yes. she hired you know our sod squad and our promotion team and everybody who's going to be doing everything. And mm-hmm. you know, we had the we had Saturday meetings is when we met. We met yeah. on Saturdays, and uh, the first meeting was all the rules, regulations, mm-hmm. expectations, all that stuff like that. And then we had another one or two meetings yeah. that we had was all that we went over some promotions. Oh. The the hard thing with that though was it was freezing it was, outside the oh, grass brutal. wasn't growing on the field so we weren't allowed to go on the field to actually practice any of our promos oh, wow. mm-hmm. so we went up in the suite level and practiced a couple <laughs> promos and more really just getting the timing down and yeah. then explaining hey you're gonna go get players you know you're gonna find players bring them down here and yeah you know we toured the stadium stuff like that but i mean it was it was freezing, so mm-hmm. we didn't get we didn't get any time on the field no. until opening night, well, and then it was like that, here that, you go. That, that until soft it was like opening, go you guys did a little bit there. Yeah, that right. soft opening that was really that yeah, was our dress opening, rehearsal. Yeah. Basically, was a soft opening when we okay. had the video. That was our that was our soft opening. Um, that was our dress rehearsal. Uh, we kind of knew okay, this is how it's going to work, but had no idea. I mean, you you walk in an empty stadium oh, for the man. first time, not knowing. They were still working on it. Yeah, I mean, and then you know, with the soft opening, there was. 3,500 people there, yeah. which was crazy. Yeah. But then they were like, this whole place is going to be full to tomorrow. Watch you're just looking around thinking, yeah. is this really going to be full? Yeah, and to watch. Because you just saw you saw San Antonio. You're like, there's 100 right. people here. Uh-huh. San Antonio yeah. is much bigger than here. Oh, yeah. How the hell are we going right. to get? Yeah. Yeah. How are we going to do that? Yeah. How are we going to feel this? And then you know, opening night, wow. I mean, just the buzz walking wow. across the street and then going into our employee entrance down you know, the first baseline down there and walking in and then just walking into the complex. And everybody's it just amazing. Everybody's just busy doing their thing. Yep. And the baseball teams are, are actually here now. And yep. you're, they're taking BP and you're like... Wow, this is unreal. Holy, this this yeah. is real. This yeah. Is, yeah, this is kind of a big deal now. And, and the know. team store, like, I know that they had so many people wanting stuff. They had a hard time with inventory oh, yeah. just because the, inventory stock the demand else. was so high. You know, I mean, it, it was awesome. Um, but yeah, like Dennis said, we it was cold whenever we were getting ready. And so the soft opening helped us a little. It helped me quite a bit. Yeah. And oh, then yeah. once we started that opening night, you know, and, and I, I still... I insist that that attendance would have even been higher had it not been for Texas Tech in the national championship oh, yeah, game. Absolutely. You know, there's yeah. a lot of Tech fans in Amarillo, so I know that it hit attendance just a little, not too much, but, but it a was little still, bit. It was, yeah, it was the amazing. atmosphere though was amazing. Oh my goodness! And then you know, even after the first that first week, it was opening series, so you expect everybody to be here yep. for opening. People who hadn't seen it are going to go the second night, the third night, whatever. Um, little did we know that, you know, we were going to end up having, you know, 33 straight sellouts at one point. Right. And the most sellouts in AA baseball. Um, all the logistics that we broke records for and everything mm-hmm. like that. Who knew that we were going to have thousands of people literally every single night? Yep. I mean, just no idea. No mm-hmm. idea. Okay, so the games you guys do on the field, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of fun mini games. Mm-hmm. First of all, Dennis, I love the fact that you're not afraid to poke fun at the person playing the game. Oh, like that yeah, always cracks me up. Yeah, oh, no. you suck at yeah. this, or, you know, yeah. or, or just oh, something yeah. like that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like that, that just cracks yeah. me up because you, you know you you don't think you're going to do that, but but then you do. Like, did you say exactly what? I, yeah, <laughs> you say exactly what I'm thinking. That, that's you just said it out loud. Yep. Um, yep. Th- th- those games. How much time did you have to like? 
prepare for them? And like when new ones came about, was it just kind of like, oh, your first time's on the field? Or, or did you kind of know what was coming up before you got a chance to uh, figure out how they worked? Yeah, every night uh, we had team meeting downstairs. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we yeah. had our own little clubhouse, which was great that we had all our promotional yeah. items, all our supplies. Uh, that's where Ruckus would get ready and take the breaks and everything like that. So we had our own place to kind of get out of the sun, get a drink, veg for a minute, whatever, if we had if we had any time. Yeah. Um, but we had our own place to get ready. But we'd have a team meeting there, and Sierra would go over our list, and we'd have a full list of all the promos and when they're taking place, mm-hmm. um, if they're reserved by a sponsor, or if we can find anybody to do it. Um, the rest of our promo team would go and find the players. So literally all we had to do as MC was be there wherever the game was and then they'd bring yes. us the players. We would get their names, find out a little bit about them right. so we could intro them. You know, uh, the the promo staff would tell them how the game's going to work and everything like that. We'd make sure they understand. Yep. Yep. And then, uh, you know, one of the things that nobody uh, understands is literally we had 45 seconds to a minute and a half for every promo. Yes. Whether that was fan of the game yes. or whether it was, you know, the, the knocker balls or wherever it was. Um, if we're not off the field inside that two to two and a half minutes, yeah. then the the baseball team gets fined by minor league baseball. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah. that clock yeah. that's all that everybody always asks yes. about. You know, the pitchers use it and they have to throw their pitch yep. by you know forty five seconds or whatever it is. That clock between the innings, you better. We have to have yeah. our promo done and the reads upstairs done before that clock hits zero or the team gets fined. And the and the umpire, you know, he he tell our, our our Sierra, they'd tell her, you know, hey, you need to get off faster. And so I mean, and Sierra would let us have it if oh, if yeah. we didn't get off and yeah. so Dennis and I after about week one we were we were we were good about getting off there on time oh, yeah. and the um, first week or two was really scary because you know we oh, knew we had that time yeah um, but getting used to getting all the words out right. getting the name of the sponsor out getting the game done and getting off the field that first week the two weeks it was more just mm-hmm. getting our timing down getting the feel um, for it yeah you know we went pretty much went by a script of okay this is what we're going to say and we're going to get the game done and get off right after that two weeks yeah, so we yeah. kind of got used yeah. to it that's when improv <laughs> was like Okay, yeah, I'm tired of the script already. Yeah, mix it up yes. a little bit. But at first, you were like, "Just don't screw it up. Just yeah. don't screw oh, it up." Yeah, you just know, get me off the field. Get that yeah. internal clock down, and then, like he said, once we got it down, we were like, "All right, let's yeah. show them." Who we we that, that, that makes a lot of sense now because I'm watching the, the Frozen T-shirt game, and I'm just like, "Give them some more time." Right? You know, yeah. they, they, right. they can't get the yeah. but, but no. you gotta get off the field. Yeah. Speaking of that, what was your favorite? Mini game that happened that that you <laughs> had a chance to. Uh... Mine was all mine. I, I love the uh, cavernous beef yeah. cattle race yep. out in the outfield yep. where we dress the guys <laughs> as cows and we spin them around. Yeah. Uh, the second half of the season, we figured out that we're going to start spinning them as soon as they get out there. Before they even throw it down from the booth, there was a read, and I mean now they're spinning for thirty seconds instead of just ten. Yep. And the the more we spun them, I mean they were falling down before we even started the game, and oh, that man. was a lot yeah. more fun. I mean, we had some people run into left field wall. Oh yeah, it got. Um, Bloodied up. You know, and yeah. that's the season oh, really? we'll oh, yeah. what, yeah. what kind of game, what, what type of people, whether it's athletic people, people that really didn't matter, yes. you know, because it was a trivia game or something like that, but we needed high school athletic people uh, yeah. that weren't afraid to run and have fun, you know, yeah. for, for that game for sure. And then for the knocker balls also, yeah, oh, yeah. you know, that was my other favorite one. You know, we did some fun <laughs> things, you know, mixed it up from yeah. time to time, but, yeah. you know, anytime, you know, someone falls down, someone hits, someone gets hurt or something, it's funny, and it's the number one rule. If it's funny, it's okay. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's not the uh, sod poodle rule, but that's yeah. 
Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, we're in the business of entertainment, and so yeah. we want to give people something to laugh at and something that will keep them entertained between that time, inning to yeah. inning. And one of the underrated parts that you brought up is picking the right person for yeah. each game. You know, this game, like the mascot versus kid race, you don't want to pick a 13-year-old kid that'll, yeah. you Blow know, by. blaze him. Yeah, I mean, you want something that'll be, um, you know, four or five that'll be cute and funny. That was one of my favorites oh, was yeah. the mascot yeah. versus kid race. We had one kid um, that ran out to center field and <laughs> followed Ruckus, and that was scary. Yeah, you know, yeah. you don't want them getting hit by balls. That's true, yeah. Um, and so, you know, as MCs, we'd start them at first, and we'd run behind home plate, make sure the pitcher wasn't throwing a pitch, and then we'd have to meet him at home plate. And by that time, Dennis and I were out of breath. Oh, I mean, yeah. it was one time, I, I don't know, I think you had one too, but we there was one time, both of us, we had to carry a kid across mm-hmm. and touch each base. I, th- I think that was Dennis. I, yeah. think, I think I was there for that oh, game. That was pretty funny. Yeah, it, it is. Uh, that was yeah, and that was. You, know, you never knew what the players were going to do, or especially little kids. When we had little kids. That was that. That was when you. Ooh. It was always the cute factor was ten, so everybody right. loved it when little right. kids did something. But you also had no idea what they yeah. were going to yeah. do oh, yeah. or not exactly. do, yeah. and you had to be ready. Okay, if they don't do this, what am I going to say, or what am I going to do, or you know, whatever. And um, yeah, but just as the season yeah. went on, you got used to it, and you know, after the you know after the first quarter part of the season. We were, you know, we were in a groove and feeling good and doing yeah. things, and then it was the theme nights, oh, superhero man. nights, Star Wars Harry night, Potter night, Star Wars yeah. night, all the different theme nights, um, mm-hmm. or when something special like the San Diego Chicken came in. Yep. You know, that's when okay, you got thrown a curveball, and now everything's different. Yeah. You're still doing a couple promos, but now we have. Eight million other things happening here too. Yes. So we've got to do this. You know, proposals, uh, gender oh, reveals. Yeah, the proposals. I mean, we had oh. everything. You know, yes. which was, was fun. It was crazy. I mean, oh, my, yeah. my favorite one was a gender reveal, and yeah. you know, they pushed the firework deal, and then blue fireworks went off. So they found out they were having a boy. I mean. That was fun to be a part of that. That's yeah. awesome. And it was really cool. Like there was one proposal that I helped with, and you were emceeing, but I, I still I, I was helping out oh, with, the with the promo frozen team. T-shirt. Yes, and they were doing the frozen <laughs> T-shirt contest, and um, I the the groom gave me the ring. He gave me the oh, ring. Oh my goodness! And. I mean, I'm freaking out. I'm like, Dennis, I have the ring. I don't know what I'm going to do. You know, and don't so lose it, was, it. Don't lose it. It, it was like so scary. And so I have it in my pocket for a couple innings, and I'm just like, we got to get this done. Yeah. Um, I don't want this anymore. Yeah. Right. And so when Dennis is emceeing, he gets them started, and they're both occupied. I said, here you go. And I, I gave him the ring. Um, and it just so happens that that girl that got engaged, um, I taught her her sophomore and junior year in English. Oh, really? It, it just it was amazing. That's like awesome. there was so yeah. many things like that at the ballpark that you would see people throughout the community, and you would meet so many people. Um, and that to me is like the how can you not love baseball? You know, like just not just the game itself, but all around doing yep. these promos, and you're just making connections throughout the community that you never would have had yeah. without it. Absolutely. You know. So of course you guys were there for every home game. Pretty much, yeah, and uh, didn't get a chance to watch the game like the fans do. But I'm sure you still have a favorite moment. I, I know you've talked about a number of moments here, but is there one that's just like your utmost? Like when you think back of the 2019 first ever sod poodle season, I'm going to think of this moment. Baseball right. game, or, 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 or whether promo baseball or game or, or promo or yeah. the way you did something or something yeah. happened. I would say I remember there was one game that we were working and. It was back and forth. The Saudis said they were up five, and then 
I don't remember who it was either. They came back and they tied it, and then we were down like three runs. And then I think it was Owen Miller hit a hit to left field off the bar yeah. 352 as a walk-off. And it was late. I mean, yeah. it was 1130. It was oh, a yeah. school night. Yeah, I remember that. And one. I mean, I just remember how loud it got. And it was it was awesome. And I'll never forget that. Like how, even during the playoffs, um, it was Olivares hit the, uh, it was a mm-hmm. game tying or to yeah, go ahead. That double, that three-run double. That's three right. Run three-run double. double. Was it was a game two. one or game two? I think it was game two. Yeah, game two. Because we lost the first the one. In the Texas League Series, one. Championship yeah. Series. Championship Series, yeah. And I just remember how loud it was. Yeah. Like, I mean, the roar. It was like, am I in Amarillo in a minor league baseball no stadium kidding. or am I in a major league stadium? Like, and I, and I know that sounds kind of, you know, cheesy, but it really, like, that's how loud it got. It was awesome. That's what I'll remember. Oh, yeah. That, that, that was, that, that was a top three moment for, for sure. sure. Yeah. Um, I wish I would have been able to go to Tulsa to watch Trammell. Me get, too. Uh, the oh, Grand good. Slam. So, to just take the, the video lead. of that game. Yeah. yeah. It gives you yeah. chills. Um, we had a rain delay and it was late in the season. We had a rain delay. It was only like, a half hour or something, but we were down like six or seven runs, and we came out of the rain delay and scored mm-hmm. eight runs, yep, and I'll never forget that. that, and just how fun. I mean, just the the way the fans got into it was just crazy right. cool, right. Uh, especially as the later season went, and then, you know, the race, and the playoff race, and everything like that. Uh, the blue out, the red out, yeah. were really special moments when you just look out, and everybody's wear, waving the red towel mm-hmm. or the blue towel for the playoffs was crazy cool. Um, I think my favorite promo is probably my I'm most sarcastic oh, moment no. Oh, no. at the stadium. Um, <laughs> we had the uh, Frank's Plumbing Repair ring net, ring, ring net ring toss where we they throw the toilet seat oh, yeah, over the yeah. team. Yeah. And, you know, with the promo team and with anything, people find a way to beat the system. They just oh, do. Yeah. They find oh, a way yeah. to beat the system. And uh, we we had kids that figured out, hey, if I go find a promo team, then I'm going to get in a game. And then, you know, hey, hey, you've already played some. We're trying to get some new people. And we tried to be nice about it. And we right. were nice about it. Right. But then they'd go to somebody else and they'd get in the game. So they figured it out. So, so you know, so we'd talk had, about that in our meetings. Of like, yeah. hey, you know, yeah. we have some certain kids that are playing four and five games now. We don't need to get them anymore. <laughs> and, you know, this is late in the season. We had a kid that, you know, oh, I like remember a this. seventh I know or eighth time <laughs> to play the game. And... I don't want to talk bad about kids at all, but kids are kids. They are. They're just kids are kids. And he was bragging that, you know, this is his eighth time to play the game. And he was, and uh, we were like, do we let him play? Or do we just tell him, hey, you know what? You played so many times. We're going to let somebody else play. Go find someone else. And I was like, no, let him play. (laughs) And everybody just looked at me like, what? And I mean, even the fans that were around where the gate is right there to go on the field, they were getting tired of him because he was just... Bragging, yeah, and just giving was, it to us of yeah. how he beat the system and how he could play everything. So he goes out to play this ring net ring toss, and I, I ask him his name, all the proverbial stuff, and he throws the first one, and uh, he misses. He throws the second one, and he makes it. And then, uh, like, you know what? If you make one more, you are going to be a winner. And he was like, I got, I mean, he's talking smack in the middle of the game. I got this, you know? And I was like, oh, no, he is not winning. And he ta- I went back by the tee. I was like, go ahead and make that throw. And he tossed it up. And I swatted that out of the air. And the whole stadium just gasped. Oh, it was. And he was oh. so mad. And I was like, oh, I just want to know what it felt like to be tall. And that's what it feels like. It's the greatest feeling in the world. And you're a loser. He, I didn't say that. He was, he was like Mutumbo. Oh, I was not yeah, in my I house. Was like, not no, in no, my no. House. Yeah. I, just, I swatted, swatted that it. all the way to the dugout, and the players' faces were all like, "I can't believe!" It. And then they all just started laughing because they were like, "I can't believe he just that was did the that!" Greatest thing. And the whole stadium oh. just gasps, and then everybody starts laughing. Yeah. And then you know, I think the kid was a little embarrassed, which is not what we want to do. But <laughs> yeah, we gave him the prize. Him. He deserved it. You we gave, gave him the, the prize. prize, and he was yeah. like, "I'm still going to make you a winner." Oh, it's okay. Goodness. So we gave him the win. We were nice. We were nice, but I came off. 
off and half the stands around were standing up clapping oh, for me. And, and half of them were mocking me and booing me, yeah. but laughing while they were booing me. So I knew it was okay because yeah. number one rule, if it's funny, it's okay. Yeah, sir. <laughs> well, and it was funny. That's oh, what I, you brought up booing and that was the other promo that I it was fan of the game. And I said, OK, if you could see one person in concert, who would it be? And they said, oh, yeah. And they said, Jimi Hendrix. And I go, being the 25 ignorant self that I am, I'm like, oh, I don't even know who I th- who that is. That was the, the loudest boo. That was the loudest. Kyle. It was the loudest booing in the entire season. The whole season. The whole Kyle season. got it. Not the player. I got not it. The players. Not the other team. I, it, Kyle. And so the next promo, I, I ask a high schooler. And I'm like, all right. I said, hey, do you know who Jimi Hendrix is? And he goes, no. And we both get booed again. <laughs> booed and I'm like, again. Hey, if I'm going to go down, I'm taking someone with me. <laughs> I'm not going down by myself. <laughs> so that was an unforgettable okay, one Okay, as well. now, now the important question. Mm-hmm. Do you know who Jimi Hendrix is now? Yes, okay. I know who <laughs> Jimi Hendrix is. Just to clarify for everybody that's concerned. And I would have fans weeks after. Have you listened to any Jimi Hendrix yet? Oh, yeah. Yes, I have. Oh, yeah. Thank you for the concern. Yeah. So. That was oh, a really fun goodness. part of the stadium, too, was uh, the season tickets. Oh, yeah. People, you know, you got, we got to know them. Um, lots of fans, even if they weren't right behind the promo spot, where we did a lot of the promos and stuff just throughout the stadium would always come up while we're walking through the concourse and you know they knew our name they yeah. talked to us but they they genuinely wanted to get to know us mm-hmm. and we got to know them and I mean oh my gosh like Kyle yeah. said earlier just getting to know so many people in the community was uh, something that I never even thought would happen at the beginning of the yeah. process like Oh, how, how can you not be romantic about baseball? Oh yeah, you know it's yeah. just it's just awesome. Uh, it's a great, it's awesome. Yeah, and I know I know one thing we've talked about on here a couple times with other guests is just kind of this honeymoon period. You know, this is the first year, so of course it's the new shiny toy in town. Yep. Everyone's going to check yep. it out at least one time, right? Uh, but I think still it ended up being much better than we even could have imagined it Absolutely. being. Absolutely, without question. Do, do you think? Based on what you've seen from the fans you've interacted with from being in all the games, that this is something that will continue into the next few years or even beyond that? Or do you think that this was kind of a something that's going to die off next year? Well, I think that we as a team um, working for the Sod Poodles, we know that it's it was a huge success. I mean, way beyond our wildest not taking that for dreams. No, at all. Not, not at all. And... I know that when we reconvene in probably February or March, it's it's going to be, okay, how can we tweak things? How can we make the promos better? How can we do our jobs better, make the fan experience better that keeps people coming back? Because let's face it, I mean, the Sod Poodles, they're only going to go as high as this year. They're never going to be any better than what they were this year. Yep, you know what I mean? Like they can't win the national they, championship. No, they it's can't. It's still just the Texas it's, League it's championship. It's still the Texas we want League. <laughs> we yeah. went the highest we could possibly go. So... They're going to win, and they're going to lose. So how do we keep fans coming back regardless of how the team's doing? You know, that's a big part is keeping that support, which I think oh, we, sure. we will. Yeah, I think the, the coolest thing that I saw and with talking with everybody up in the stands when we had that time and everything else was uh, Hodgetown became a place for people to gather mm-hmm. as a family. And I think yep. that's the biggest thing that a lot of people have missed out and people who haven't gone or just went once didn't understand or didn't realize. But with us being there as much as we were, and really being out and about in the crowd, in the stands, and talking with fans and everything 
else. <clears throat> families just came with other families and sat down. And the kids, whether you know they were older and they could walk around the stadium because they could walk all the way around. Yeah. It's just like going to a high school football game. What do high school Absolutely. students do? They just walk around yes. all the time. Well, that's what yes. you would find is you'd find high school students walk around. You have elementary kids out in the playground area playing. You'd have you know the parents just sitting there and they're you know yep. I I wonder if literally a quarter to a half of the stadium really didn't care about baseball. <laughs> oh, they yeah. were there to eat the food, 100%. drink the beverage of their choice, and just hang out with their friends. And I think that was the I think that is what became a big draw. Now. Everybody loved it when the team won. Everybody was there to watch yes. the game, you know, watch yes. our games, and everybody ended up having a favorite player or right. two that right. they just that they loved and that they followed. Um, but I think a lot of people went, you know, obviously to watch a game, and and you know when it was time right. to cheer, they cheered yeah. and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But they went to just somewhere inexpensive yeah. that you can go and have a good time of just hanging out with friends and i think that's what's going to keep us drawing for a while and there's something uh, there's nobody else yeah. nowhere else in MRL that has that to where well, you can go of uh, your whole family not just as an adult or not just as a yeah. kid but it the whole age range yeah forget forget all the 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 income and everything that's all the money that's bringing downtown and revitalizing downtown oh i mean you look downtown and it's crazy but there's something for everyone like you were saying yeah. for sure yeah no, something I said a couple of times. I I kind of want to fast forward like four or five years yeah, and just see yeah. downtown. Oh wow! You know, in yeah. like twenty twenty three. You know, you know the well, Civic Center thing goes through, which I uh-huh. you know I don't I don't know if I was necessarily for the ballpark or against. I just didn't yeah, know what we were yes, getting. Me too. Yeah. But seeing what the ballpark has brought in and how good it's done, mm-hmm. um, I just I would. I'd be afraid to vote no myself, yeah. you yeah. know, and not that, you know, anybody has to agree with me or what Dennis Humphrey right. thinks, but my right. opinion is, man, let's get that 10,000 seat, you know, auditorium. Let's bring in your Justin Timberlakes, your, you know, mm-hmm. your big concerts and stuff like that. And, you know, that's right next to the ballpark and you have this whole entertainment district. Right. Holy cow. What is Amarillo, downtown Amarillo going to be like in two weeks? Um, I know on Father's Day, I did a bunch of interviews out in the outfield, just random going mm-hmm. out talking to dads. Hey, you know what brought you? out here you know happy father's day blah 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 literally half of the fathers that i interviewed that day that afternoon maybe more than half were from out of town i mean they're yeah. from out wow. of town they weren't yeah. even from Amarillo. yeah and i mean every game we met people yes that was from out of town mm-hmm. so for people to say that that ballpark didn't bring in people man i i can tell you firsthand yeah. firsthand knowledge no we know. question there was lots of people who came in from out of town for sod poodle yeah games. i mean it, it's added so many restaurants and it's you know that there's an amphitheater right next to the ballpark that's supposed to be being developed too, and I think that the Civic Center thing would be unreal. It it, it would just it's just continuing the change. Like oh, it's it's I think awesome. It was a staple that's going to create more change. No really doubt, do. it's going to be all around it for sure. Yeah. Well, one thing I think Kyle, you alluded to it already. Uh, I was going to ask if you were a guy if you're coming back next year, but you, you mentioned a, a meeting, so I'm guessing both of you. Enjoyed it enough, at least, to want to be back for 2020. Yeah, ask me again in a couple months. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still recuperating and yes. resting. I don't think any. I mean, uh, I average between ten and fourteen thousand steps a night oh, um, wow. yeah. at the ballpark. Right. So uh, I am. Uh, I just turned forty-eight yesterday. Oh well, yeah, that's right. right. I'm, yeah, an, I'm an that's old right. guy here. That's right. So uh, keeping yeah. up with all these young guys, <laughs> um, you know, at the ballpark. Uh, you know, I, I like to think of myself as an athletic guy. I right. used to be yeah. twenty years yeah. ago. You know. Yeah. Um, um, but man, it's some long days. I'm not gonna yes, lie; it's long days. And those is. six, seven, eight game homestands, 
Oh, it's brutal. It's a whole it's new brutal. tired. It's a whole new tired that you just don't know. Now, do I want to come back? Yes. Yeah. Um, I, I do. You know, I want to come back this next year. Not, you know, 90% sure that I will. But right now, I'm still it like, is. holy crap, I still feel like my body is recuperating from the season that was. And we've been done for a month right. now. It's, it's physically, <laughs> it is physically taxing. Like, I mean, you know, it, it sounds dramatic, but I mean, it, it is. You know, you're oh, running around. And, um, and there's you, a mental aspect also. Um, you know, if you play a baseball game or you play basketball or you play any sports at all and your adrenaline kicks up and stuff after you get home you can't go to sleep for like an oh hour or two that, that's the way it was that for was literally the first half yeah. of the ball ball ballpark you know first half of the season was leaving the ballpark you're so ramped up from connecting mentally physically everything that when you got home it was just like i need to eat and, and then <laughs> and i need to just stare off into just space sit. for about yes. an hour and then i can go to sleep well so. and our wives you know kudos to our wives that they were trying yes. to go to sleep and we were just wide awake Oh, yeah. I mean, I remember Dennis and I having conversations to like, dude, do you ever just go home and just sit there and watch TV for two hours because you can't sleep yep. because of adrenaline? And oh, yeah. he goes, oh, yeah, all the time. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that was a big – it is. I mean, I'm I'm the same way. I, I want to return and yeah. be a part of it because it, I think it's just going to continue to get I better I drove by better. the ballpark two days ago. It's last weekend. And, I mean, just driving by, I was like, oh, yeah. Just yeah. get that feeling oh, yeah. like – yeah, yeah, it's a good place. You know? <laughs> and even on the days when you're just so tired and all day long, you're like, I did not want to go. I hope it storms so bad. And, you know, you're just yeah. like yeah. praying for a rain out. There were those days. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, but then when you walked in the stadium, you know, the smells, the atmosphere, everything hits you. You're just, and even you know, it's empty, and you're walking through, and the team's taking BP out there, just walking, you know, from yeah. our entrance down to our clubhouse. You're just like. Man, this is fun. Yep. It's just fun. I'm excited and maybe a little hungry after smelling all the food. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're just like, this is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, definitely. We want to come back. We right. love it. Yeah. Well, if you come back, I sure hope so. Because you guys were, and if you were tired and fatigued and all that, you didn't show it. Oh, uh, it you guys were that. incredible all year long. And <laughs> Professional <laughs> actors. There you go. <laughs> it's all that ALT and, and Yeah, there and you everything. go. Yeah. You get, That's right. And you got to deal with a bunch of kids. You, you can't, oh, you can't show goodness. weakness. No, no. no. They will rip. <laughs> You to shreds. That's, right. That's why Dennis just gives all his kids a hard time. Yeah, terrible. Them. Shreds them. Yeah. Well, I, I could sit here all day and hear more Absolutely. stories like yeah. that. Seriously, like my stomach hurts after the one about the you know swapping the, the toilet seat. Oh, that's great. But uh, you guys were outstanding this year, and like I said, you were a big reason as to why this was a big success in year one, and why it's going to continue to be a success. I we think next year. It. Thank you. And uh, and going beyond. And if you're back doing it, I'd love to see it. And I think everybody who's listening today and who's gone to the ballpark would love to see it as well uh dennis humphrey kyle hewitt your 2019 on-field mcs for the amarillo soft poodles thanks for stopping by today i know you gotta get back to work guys are welcome anytime. back anytime okay this has been the tom talks baseball podcast sod poodle spotlight on kgncnewsnow.com everybody have a wonderful week